morning, John. Good morning, Ray. How are you today? I'm doing great. Now, we are here today to record yet another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. We are. It is. In case you were wondering. Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. My favorite day of the year, Ray. I know. Every every week. <laughs> so today, we are recording. We have done all this at once. That's why we sound a little bit tired. We have recorded seven of the eight steps to the road to the sale. That's a lie. <laughs> It is. It's not a lie. It's a joke, Ray. There's a difference. It's theater of the mind. So, You've said that like 19 times, and I laugh every time because it's a hilarious little punchline. That's why I keep saying it. <laughs> so today we are on step seven of our seven-part series on Road to the Sale. See, now I'm just not going to say duh in front of anything. <laughs> but, because it's Saturday morning sales meeting and Road to the Sale. All right, so today we're going to talk about delivery. We are. It's the most important step. Your customer has just come out of finance. They're sweating. Their hair is messed up. They look disheveled. But they feel good. And downtrodden. Because now they own this new vehicle. <laughs> They've got the paperwork in their hand, keys in their pocket. And they're thinking, oh, crap. How am I going to make this payment? <laughs> they're not thinking that yet. No. No, because they're thinking, that's probably 45 days away. <laughs> right. Right. By then, I'll have won the lottery. And, well, and, you know, if it's subprime, they're not going to make that payment anyway. Right. So what does, so it, what matter? does it matter what the payment is? <laughs> Jeez. That's cliche. We do not feel that way. Absolutely we totally not. totally think that everyone should. Especially you know. knowing an F&I manager who was fired for saying that to a customer. Oh, really? <laughs> to a customer? They said it to a customer. Right. Why do you care what the payment is? You're not going to make it anyway. I've seen your credit score. Anyway, so so we're talking about delivery. Uh, I think you can't uh, overestimate the value of a solid delivery. How so? Because that is the last thing that they're gonna that's going to be on the customer's mind as they leave your dealership in this new car. You can correct a lot of ills through the process by doing a quality delivery of that vehicle. And, and it also instills the fact that now that you've signed the paperwork, we still care about you, right? You're well, still a valuable asset to this this dealership. Yeah. I mean, if we talk specifically about the process, I think it's important to give them both sets of keys. Right. Wish them a nice day. If we have both sets. Wish, wish them a nice day. And then say, oh, oh, I see a guy walking in. Let me go help him. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, yeah. I appreciate it. Hey, give me a call. I like it when the keys are delivered with air, a toss. Airborne. Air mail. Air, air mail. Yeah. We kind of see what we're going, hey. Like like that old Coke commercial where the, they where toss the, it in the air. It tosses yeah. the jersey, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Who was that? That was uh, Franco Harris. What? No, it no, wasn't. It was a uh, Mean Joe Green. Yes. I knew it was a Pittsburgh Steelers uh, player. Yeah. Right? Mean Joe. Hey, Mean Joe. <laughs> he tosses him a jersey. Hey, that, kid. That's how I do my deliveries. Right. Hey, kid. Hey, here's kid. your keys. Here's your keys. <laughs> and then you kind of do one of those uh, Top Gun half salutes. Right. Have there a nice day. That, that's it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Saturday Morning Salesman. <laughs> right. So so the value of a, a solid delivery, of a good delivery, is it instills in the customer the value that they just signed up for, the fact that we are still interested in them, and 
also sets them up for potentially a good review of you. It's the last thing they're going to remember as they leave the dealership. It's the time to ask for a referral, right? We know referred and repeat customers are 70% more likely to buy than those who just stumble in off the lot. So this is your opportunity to wow that customer one more time and make them feel comfortable, especially with the new vehicles. Now. Yeah, and how would we say, I mean, specifically, let's give our audience some uh, some word tracks here. You have a great word track for, for asking for referrals. Could you share it? I would be glad to. I always approached it from the perspective of if you ask somebody, hey, do you know anybody else who's in the market for a car? The right. answer you're going to get 99% of the time is no. They don't know anybody who's in the market for their car. Right. So how I like to say it and how I train salespeople to say it is, hey, Mr. Customer, of your friends and family, who would you say is the next most likely to purchase a car? Yeah, next most likely. Man, that's powerful stuff. And just because nobody know if they know of somebody who's in the market for a car, by the time you get a hold of them, they've already bought. Yeah. Right? I mean, they're far enough down the process in buying a car that they've mentioned to this guy... Hey, you know, oh, I'm getting ready to buy a saying. new car. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm thinking about buying a new car. Do you, well, do you know somebody that's going to buy a car? Oh, yeah, my buddy's going to pick one up today. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's working with your, your friend over there. Yeah, he, he, he's the guy. But if you say who's next most likely, that's going to open their mind up to, yeah. well, my sister and brother-in-law have been talking about it for a few months. That yeah, they, and it could be. They're tired of sharing a car. Sorry to talk over you, but yeah, it could be that they've heard someone else complain about their vehicle or somebody's having mechanical troubles right. and it's going to cost $6,000 to fix. Or, or my best friend's kid is getting ready to turn 16. Right. And it could be a about positive him a thing. Car. Yeah. So, or, or I know my parents just totaled their car. Okay. Yeah, we're having a baby or, you know, so-and-so's having a baby. They're going to need a, a back seat, a third row, whatever. Yeah. And then, right, so it's, you know, who who would you say of your friends and family is the next most likely to purchase a car if they share somebody with you? Ah, probably my brother. Really? Why would you say him? Okay. And then they share with you kind of the situation. Well, I think they're, they're in need of another car for XYZ reason. Um, and then, hey, I would love to just share with them what we have on our lot and what our inventory is just to see if there was something to meet their need. But more than that, I'd love to be a resource to them. Yeah, I think that's a key phrase here is I'd love to just introduce myself, right. you know, in case they have any questions or in case they don't have, you know, a car guy, right. uh, something like that, you know, kind of just say, hey, I want to be your car guy. I want you to call me whenever you need anything having to do with automobiles. Uh, and I'd like to extend that courtesy to them as well. Oh, yeah. Even if we don't have something that might meet their needs here. Yeah, I would certainly be more than happy to be that referral, that that point of reference for them as they're in this market. Because as you know, Mr. Customer, right? They've been through this car buying process, which most people see as a long, arduous process. Mm -hmm. They've been through. You've been through this process. You know how difficult it can be. I'd love to just at least be a resource for them. <laughs> I like that. You just bought a car. It was a pain in the yeah, ass, you, wasn't you it? You know this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe not. That, that's not the word track to use, but it, you know, kind of the insinuation. No, there. yeah, I mean it's true. You, you've bought cars at other dealers. You how you know how much of a pain it can be, right? Not everybody has the luxury of working with me, <laughs> right? And but, hey, I mean, I mean, I'm, I hesitate to even bring this up, but some dealers give out referral fees. I mean, you know, that might be worth mentioning in some way. Yeah, you know, hey, if if 
who knows? I'd be happy to help them if they do end up buying a vehicle. Hey, maybe I can make a car payment for you. Right. You we know? have a we have an internal referral process here as well. That yeah, if you if you do provide a referral or they do buy from us, I'd be more than happy to make sure that you get that that referral fee. Yeah. Uh, for for providing that referral. Well, let, let's step back into the actual delivery though. Okay. You know, and I look at it from. Uh, Especially when you're talking about new cars today, there is so much technology on that new car that people have a difficult time with if they are coming out of an older model car that yeah. didn't have all that technology with it, setting up Sirius. I mean, you know, with the GM products, you have the uh, OnStar, uh, with the uh, uh, Chrysler products, you've got the Uconnect. Maybe the engine shuts off, right, when it's sitting in an idle for a certain period of time. <laughs> yeah. How do I, mean, I turn that, that feature off if I don't right. like it? Or should I be concerned that it sounds like my car just went dead <clears throat> when I was sitting at the stoplight? I love that. You know, that that is a that, that's an excellent little example because I have had uh, people say I, they don't know. They yeah. don't know that it's okay or that it's supposed to shut off when you're at a stoplight. Right. If they realize and, it's a benefit to them, it's yeah. a feature rather than necessarily and, and, their car screwing up after I've only had it a week. Yeah. And for me personally, I hate that feature because, I don't know, it takes just a split second for it to start back up or I, I kind of feel like in my head it did die or something because right. I'm old enough to have had old cars that did shut off at a red light <laughs> and they weren't supposed to but uh, yeah I, normally i mean on the jeeps at least there was a just a one button you could push and turn that feature off right. but i'm glad you you back us out to the actual delivery of the vehicle i've been in several dealers that had a delivery person i mean literally he's on the payroll it's a salary and that's what they get paid to do is deliver vehicles I kind of like that model because it frees the salesperson up to go catch the next up. Right. But also that guy is responsible, or that girl is responsible to know the ins and outs of every vehicle and all of the features. And they're kind of trained to be that uh, teacher, you know, to the customer. Right. So they may have a better demeanor or a better way of explaining something, uh, you know, than the guy whose expertise is closing a deal. Right. I know a dealership who had the delivery person. They were also responsible with doing in-service training of new technological features yeah. on vehicles because they would be the first one to learn it. So if you know they were still waiting, some new feature came out on the vehicle and they were waiting for the manufacturer rep to come in and do that training with them. This person, this delivery person, was you know, the, one of their main responsibilities was to know all the new technology and understand how to use it. It's also a great person for that second delivery. I've seen dealers do things like educational events. Right. You know, where, you know, I don't know, Ford dealers got a GT40. Uh, I mean, that's old school, but, you know, uh, a new Corvette comes out, a new Mustang comes out. Or the trucks. Yeah, I've been to truck ride and drives or whatever they call them, you know, where you go out and they show, hey, here's the difference between our truck frame and the competitor's truck frame, right? They'll, of course, they put all these trucks in scenarios that are going to accentuate the benefits of their truck over somebody else's. But great, it's just selling features. And, and join that, you know, if, if you're a smaller dealer or, or you don't like that idea, join it with another event. So yeah, come out for the 4th of July event and, and have a hot dog and a Coke with us. And while you're here, learn on about the brand new Corvette. 
You know, kids might want to see the new Corvette. Out grown men might want to come out and check out the brand new 2021 uh, Corvette. Right. And, you know, or kid, kids and grown men, pretty much the same mentality. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? I mean, you know, they, they like shiny things. Fast things. They like to pretend. Things that go fast, like cars and women. Right. I want to go fast, like Ricky Bobby. That reminds so, me of uh, W.C. Fields. Said, you know, most of the money I've earned in my lifetime, I've spent on women and whiskey and gambling. And the rest of it, I just wasted. <laughs> we should leave that in. So, so we want to deliver the vehicle. And well, you didn't think that was funny? Can I, I did. Can I, I get a laugh for the... Uh... Are you going to put it in right after that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a great one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that before, John. <laughs> so, you, you jerk. So we want to do a good delivery. And... And you mentioned uh, there are some dealers that just the size of the dealership doesn't support another salary for somebody to just deliver all the people. Right, right. So, you know, and there's nothing wrong. I mean, you should expect that your salespeople have enough knowledge of the technology that are on the vehicles that they should be able to do a solid delivery. Because if you can't do a good delivery, you, you weren't able to do a good walk around with the vehicle right or you know a test drive demonstrating the features and benefits and you lose the ability you know to have that final engagement with the customer you know asking for the referrals and and uh you know losing that personal touch you know obviously we don't want i mean you know there's a debate to be had whether you want the customer to come in and talk with a greeter and then talk with a salesman and then talk with a sales manager and then an F&I manager and then a delivery expert you know i mean how many people does it take to sell a car right uh so yeah i mean obviously at some dealers with a large budget and a large group they want to go that extra mile and have all these different things yeah but you know there are dealers that you know either are large but don't believe in that model or are smaller where the payroll you know doesn't the numbers don't support that that option that option and and i think there is a benefit of having that one point of contact right i mean you had mentioned it in uh in in cultivating new customers or cultivating from your existing database, calling previous customers who the salesman may no longer be there, orphan clients, if you will, and saying, hey, Mr. Customer, I just want to introduce myself. My name's Ray West, and uh, I'm going to be your point of contact here for the dealership. I've, I've been assigned to your account. So if there's anything you need, so they make that connection so they feel comfortable that they have somebody in the dealership that they can call mm-hmm. if they have any problems, questions, service issues. You're just tying that loyalty and... Saved as a favorite in their phone. Right. Somebody who they, <laughs> is their go-to guy, right? I mean, that's... that's how it's you, just under car guy. Don't even know the guy's name. Just Higgins, Mike, Mike the car guy. Higgins the car guy, right? So <laughs> when, On my business cards when I was with Ford, uh, I just got the nickname from in my social circles. Uh, I was John the Ford man. Oh. So the next year rolled around and it was time to order cards. And I said, hey, put on mine. So just John Higgins. Put John the Ford man Higgins. Yeah. And I, I found one in some old materials the other day. That? John the Ford man. Were you still the Ford man when you went over to Chrysler? Chrysler? <laughs> John the Ford man here at Chrysler. Well, and people called me up. Hey, uh, is John the Ford man there? Yeah. We're ready for our next vehicle. 
Well, hey, you know what? I mean, we've talked again in previous, uh, you know, talking about customer cultivation. You want to set yourself apart. Yeah. Right? Well, the delivery is a great way to set yourself apart and remind them. Right, put put your card in the the new uh, uh, just the registration packet. Or right, yeah. right. That has the uh, ins and outs of the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Think and the of terms that. of the agreement and all of that. That book, but the book that goes. Oh, the owner's the, manual. Owner's manual. Hey, come on. That's exactly <laughs> what I was talking. Thank you, John. I thought you meant like they're walking out of F and I and they have this packet of information. No, because they're going to lose that. <laughs> But that, owner man, that owner's manual is going to be in that glove box yeah. for as long as they own that vehicle, yeah. and the next person is going to have I it. I think mine is still t- in my 2008, which is now 12 years old. See? Hey, um, another thing. This I have to give credit to Elise Kephart uh, for this one. She, I remember her telling one time she used to put her business card and like a $10 bill inside the gas cap. So when you open it up, you saw her card and a $10 bill and she would like write on the back of her card, you know, just wanted to thank you again for doing business with me or something. Wow. So yeah, when they went to fill up their car for the first time, boom, there is a lease and there's, yeah. you know, 10 bucks for the, 10 bucks. for the pleasure. I might do five. <laughs> hey man, for a thousand dollar mini, you might do a hundred. Right. <laughs> so it, but then I, you get people talking. Well, how much did he give you? Oh, he gave me ten. Well, he gave me fifty. <laughs> no, nobody's going to share that. <laughs> but there are lots of ways to make that lasting impression, and the most lasting impression is going to be the last impression. Mm-hmm. And this is the time to do it. Is is at the time of delivery when you're even just setting up the the presets, right? Or connecting Bluetooth. Now. Yeah. How many people call back up and they're like, I can't get this Bluetooth thing to work. Um, and I know GM pays a spiff on uh, on if you do the OnStar. Right, right. right? So why not? Why would you not? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but that quality delivery, making them feel comfortable with the new technology, even how to, I've had people call up and go, you're stuck at a gas station and go, I can't get the gas cap open. <laughs> right. right? What, or, what's the or this car is missing the gas cap. Right, yeah. Where's my gas cap? <laughs> right. So, you know, make sure that you go through and do a solid delivery. It means a lot to the customer, uh, that lasting impression. How about second delivery, John? I, I ask salespeople all the time, it, these are old school salespeople. Yeah. Do you all do second delivery or do you know what one is? And nobody will know. I don't know what one is, Ray. Well, Cadillac requires it. Really? They actually test on it. How do I not know this? I know. So second delivery is simply a few days after they take delivery of their vehicle, yeah. Calling them up and saying, "How's your new vehicle going? Yeah. Right? Is there any questions you I have? Now that you've it. driven it for a few days. I love it. I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah, second delivery. It's it, also a great time to ask for a referral. It is it, another it, time it, to it, remind them that yeah, you would love to help anybody that they know, friends yeah. and family members that um, might uh, be in need of a vehicle in the near future. Uh, but that second delivery, it's an opportunity for you to call them up and, and just put your name back in front of them and let them know just because you bought doesn't mean that, you know, I don't care about you anymore. I've heard of second lunch. It's very one. similar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them will make you fat. Oh, <laughs> you like that? That's a good one. Yeah, right. it is. Well, with that joke, we come to the end of yet another episode of Saturday Morning Sales Meeting. Yes, it is. It's Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. We hope you'll listen again in the future. And good day.
If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. It's info, Ray, at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com? No, Ray, it's just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. So just info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. You've got it. Great.